I also want to, uh, I'm going to clip this out and put it in the beginning. I um, would like to assert that if the World Walkers, uh, in part or in total, died tonight, I would like to blame Ryan North. Ryan, I understand, was patient zero and had taken Ertlebee and Tin away from us for the night. But we better not die tonight. Oh my god, that'd be terrible. But if they do, I would like to make sure everyone knows that Ryan North of Dinosaur Comics is responsible for the end of our podcast. Wait, are you talking like die in real life or die in the game? I hope you don't die in real life. That would be really god weird. Enzo. Or whatever Ryan about North real life, like the stuff that's die in the game. Ryan North could take the lives of Roberto, Vasa, and Brummelstone, or he could take the lives of Olivia and Megan. Oh my god. <laughs> All I know is that Ryan I, Or I mix thereof. Fair guy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, <laughs> dedicate this episode to Ryan North, who Olivia assures me is the root of uh, all illness. Their sickness. Woke up in a lucid dream. Now we're hunting for the shards. We might be but at least we've got no bugs. World Walkers. Welcome to World Walkers, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast played by professional cartoonists. I'm Pedro, the GM and creator of World Walkers. In our last episode, the World Walkers came upon the village of Hulkins, where they met a kind old turtle named Kellet. The group was welcomed into the village, though it wasn't long before they were forced to split up. Vasa, Brummelstone, Tompkins, and Roberto have made camp outside the village, while Constable Paddington, the bearkin they've met several times in their dreams, has led Tin and Ertleby off to investigate a possible invasion of hobgoblins. We join Vasa and the crew now as they wake up to face another day on Rolanus, the world of fables. So, Alright, last we left off, you guys were partying it up, I believe. And I think we, I, we had gone to bed. I don't know if it. Yeah, you had I left the village. Yeah, um, you guys had partied it up, done it big with the uh, village of Hulkins. Uh, there was even yeah. some bagpipes for a small amount of time, and <laughs> then you had wandered off into the woods to go sleep in your tiny hut. Yeah, because you didn't want to sleep around the villagers for some reason. Mm-hmm. And then in the morning, um. You had woken up, and Brummelstone had sent his raven off to go find news of Ertleby, Tin, and Constable Paddington. Well, how early in the morning did uh, did Brummelstone send the raven off? That's a great question for Brummelstone. Now, see, I thought I... So I know I said it, like, at the end of the night, so I thought about doing it, like, that night. Oh, I oh yeah, whenever you want. Okay, yeah. I mean, I think... I'd like to think that Brummelstone would have done it immediately. <laughs> and I remember we had tied the note to it that said, like, we're in danger or whatever. And so for me, the instruction was the bird was just to go and stay with them. And then when they are in danger, for them to come, for it to fly back. Right, right. And tell us where they are. Does the bird, like, not even reveal itself? It just, like, follows them and does, like, oh, they're getting fucked. Let's, let's go call the cavalry. I think, oh, you know, fuck. I left that up oh, to fuck. the bird's oh, discussion. Fuck. Vasa's first action upon waking up is to try to like feel for Tompkins. (laughs) Ow. Okay. Okay. With that, she. And then he rolls over and goes back to sleep. Yeah. Now that with that, she kind of like 
rolls back onto her her side and kind of slowly wakes up. <laughs> Doesn't have to rush it now that she knows Tompkins is there. Aww. <laughs> yeah, what about Roberto? Roberto is stuffing his face with rocks. <laughs> what? It's like it's like it's like no no that, that's not that's not food. Like no one's ever told him that they were in sustenance until until <laughs> Vasa just said it's like what? But you guys put stuff in your faces all the time. <laughs> Vasa just he just continues. Yeah. I like just he thinks his brother's it. name is Brummel Food. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you have a really cool name, bro. <laughs> it's delicious. All right, yeah. So, um, upon waking, you hear the sound of grinding and then kind of tumbling and rocks banging against metal as they find their way down into Roberto's tummy. That's actually been Brummelstone's alarm clock for years. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, Lots Brummelstone would like roll it's rumble and clock, tap, tap. You know, like tap you're, you're tapping on the head. Your tapping actually like beats the rocks out of his hands and be like, nope, that's enough of that. That's enough. Five more minutes. Just five more minutes. Yeah. Well, with the with the rock alarm, the Roberto rock alarm thing, Vasa gives up on trying to get more sleep. She sits up and looks around for Brummelstone to ask Brummelstone if the raven has come back yet. Uh, did the raven come back? No, not yet. No. Uh, <sighs> He's like, maybe they came back. Foss is like, I doubt it. But she goes out of the, she um, she stops at the, the, the little hut, the little home uh, border, and tries to look out to see if there's anything threatening. No, it's all clear. All but right. it, it does weigh on your mind that if they did go out without you, they would not have the safety of the hut. Yeah, she steps out, looks around. It's just a clear, beautiful day in the forest. You can hear the birds start to sing a little bit more loudly as you come out, almost as if they're welcoming you into the new day. Uh, but it also uh, sounds like they're wanting for something. Like their song isn't for you. <gasps> Reporto it's fine, I don't look- want them either. <laughs> Roberto puts up, steps outside a tent, and says, hello, nature. And the birds just kind of rise up into a chorus, and you see them kind of flutter out and break out of the foliage of the trees. Some of them come down to land on you. (laughs) And then there's a couple squirrels that are wrestling with each other, and they fall out of a bush and playfully roll in front of you, scamper down onto their backs, look over at you, and go like, (gasps) and then scamper off. (laughs) Pull out Disney mode. Like the Pocahontas, like the colors of the wind song just goes in the background. (laughs) Boss is like, yeah, you better run breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if you need breakfast, Voss, I can scavenge you up some rice berries. I I got rations, Roberto. I got rations. Okay. okay. There's actually a bluebird that flies on your shoulder with uh, just a branch of berries. Oh, thank you, bird. Christ. it just kind of just rubs against you. <laughs> I take a bite of the blueberry and it feel it tastes really gross, so I spit it it's, back out. Yeah, it doesn't. It's it's like not nearly as hard as rock should be. No, it's not. <laughs> the texture is all wrong. These aren't ripe yet. <laughs> yeah, who's gonna wash the inside of my throat now? Vasa never thought she could uh, throw up from beauty, but she's getting close yeah. to it. So she just like 
gets crankier and she she looks to the forest and she's like they're in trouble i know it we should go look for them all right what what direction do you think they went i don't know savior of the forest you tell me Hmm. okay well okay um can i um explore the immediate surroundings and see if there's a track if there's anyone been nearby sure so it's 10 plus your modifiers and skills and stuff um, I have 12 wisdom and I have plus four, plus four because I'm proficient in it. Um, so yeah, you have a passive survival of 14. 14. Okay. Yeah. So you take a look around and no, it looks like the only tracks you can find, there's kind of been like a, um, it almost looks like a patrol that was circling around your hut. Oh yeah. And it's just like really, really small animal feet. And it looks like they were just casually walking around, just kind of watching out for you. Oh my god, that's so cute! Hey, uh, Roberto, can (laughs) can you talk to the animals and ask them where our group is if they saw that? I totally can can speak with animals. Can you can you talk to them like uh, like Sherlock Holmes has his like homeless homeless network? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Where you just like ask the rabbit and he asks all he asks the squirrel and he yes. asks the other squirrel. <laughs> okay. I want to do what Wesley just said. Can I determine what, what kind of animal made these tiny little footprints? Um yeah, it looks like it was two chipmunks and a skunk. Okay, I'm Aww. gonna just yell out Mr. Chipmunk and Mr. Skunk, I need your help. Just into the wilderness. Nate takes about like half a minute, but there's some kind of scurrying and then out of the bushes comes uh two chipmunks. They're kind of running next to each other, bounding forward, and then coming from around a tree, kind of a little cautiously, um, a little apprehensively, uh, comes a a small little skunk. It's more like a kid. Like, all three of them look like they're younglings. This is amazing. This is like the most disgustingly adorable episode of World Walkers ever. Alright, I would like to expend one spell slot to do cast Speak With Animals. You kind of bring about a little bit of focus to you, and you work with the divine energies that surround you. You feel like a little bit of a stronger connection with the forest, and then it's almost as if for a brief second you can hear words on the winds. You can feel a sort of uh, presence in the breeze, and then as your focus snaps back, the animals are looking at you a little more expectedly than before. My fair woodland friends, um, I need information on any kind of uh, creatures or humans or, wait, they're not human, Ten's not a human, um, on any other humanoid beings that have passed this way. And they look at each other, they look at you, and one of them says, like you? Like me. And, and like my companion here, and I point to Vasa and Brummelstone. Any similar-looking creatures to these creatures? Sorry, and they, guys aren't really creatures. They look at well. They all they hear is you just like just kind of like making animal noises. Yeah, oh. if you looked over, if you looked over, Vasa would have her arms crossed across a chest and just like the most incredulous like like expression on her face. Like I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> so they look a little confused at first, but they look at Vasa, then they look at Brummelstone, they look at Vasa, and they look at Brummelstone, and then one like the skunk steps forward and goes, 
and puts his like waves his hands a little bit, and then he's like almost <laughs> like no 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 no, and then he points at Vasa and he points at v- Brummelstone, and then he brings his hands together almost like he's combining the two of you, <laughs> and the two other chipmunks go. <gasps> Oh, and they nod because now they can kind of get an image of what Ertlebe must look like. <laughs> and then <laughs> they nod and they uh, they look at you and they say, yes, friends. Friends, yes. And we when they to... speak, the two chipmunks speak at the same time. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm naming Chip like... and Dale. Oh, my God. And they look this excited. Like... They're like, okay. This is like out of... Um... The Emperor's New Groove, it's like, oh, squeaky squeak, 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 squeak. <laughs> yeah, but you guys see them moving around, and you saw, like, the skunk kind of put his paws up in the air, but you didn't really understand. Part of the spell helps Roberto understand what the jesters are trying to say. So, like, you saw the skunk kind of rise up a little bit and move its hands, like, paw at you a little bit, but Brummelstone, or I mean, but Roberto realized what they were doing. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and so they look and they say, uh, "Yeah, friends, friends, friends." And they look around and they kind of sniff the air and feel the forest for a second. What whatever they say means north. Roberto understands. Goodbye, north. All right, we're gonna go that way. We're gonna go north, guys. I, I, and they shake their heads. No, no. Why not? No. Um. And they look at each other. And the, the skunk kind of nods, and the two chipmunks look, and they say, no, bad. Bad. Bad danger. What is bad danger in the forest? What What is that? Monsters? And they, they nod furiously. Monster bad. Do they look like goblin? Oh, I guess they wouldn't know what and a goblin look, is. And they look, and they nod like, goblin. Goblin. Big, Go- big oh, goblin. Oh, you do know what a goblin. Big oh, goblin. Okay. All right. Um, Huge so goblin. Woodland creatures, thank you so much for your information. You know, you know, go. Uh, we we might. No, we're gonna go. no. Gonna work. <laughs> no, and they come over. They they put their paws on you, and you're like, no, sit, Aww. sit, and no go, sit and no go, and stay. Um, I'm gonna have to discuss this with my friends at Woodland Animals, but thank you for your sit, help. no go, stay, and no lie. Okay, I turn to Vasa and Bones. I'm like, this is freaking me out now. Does, does Vasa hear that in, like, animal language or... or, or I don't know. I thought to report him he broke language to talk to you or not. He was like... Did, oh. did you break language? Uh, I may... Probably... Maybe maybe I forget. Yeah, so he looks at you and he's just like... And I just go... I, like, chirp at you guys. Yeah, Vasa doesn't move. Vasa just thinks this is part of, like, the communication process. Yeah. If anything, she's like... She's like, this isn't a party. Sit, no We're not go. not here to make friends. No, well, no, sit, no go. Stay, no lie. Live. I'm going to pick up the, the two chipmunks and put them on my shoulders. And then one of the, like they they lean toward you and they like ones in each what they think is your ear and they say, "Go east, bye bye, go east, bye bye." We might have to fight beat the monsters, guys. No, no beat too many. How many is there? Many north, many west, many south. Get close. Are they go east? Go bye bye. Okay, that's not really a good sign because it seems like a problem that no, needs e- to be east taken best care sign. of. East best sign, go bye bye, and then safe, safe, take chipmunks. <laughs> Give us a maybe, ride, maybe, maybe skunk, but they whisper <laughs> that one like maybe skunk. <laughs> you don't okay, have I'm gonna, to. 
I'm going to stop talking to the creatures. I'm going to turn to Vasa and Brummelstone. I'm going to speak to them in common. And I tell them, I tell them what the creatures told me, basically. And I'm, this doesn't sound good for the forest, but like, what do you think we should do? Because there's apparently goblins north, west, and south of us. The uh, chipmunks jump off your shoulder, and then they run at the tent, but they can't go in yet. Like, they're trying to go in, but they can't go in. They just keep pawing at it. Wait, Vasa suddenly looks serious, um, no longer scuffed. She's like, that sounds like it was more than just a party that we encountered. It sounds like they're trying to surround the village. Wait, is the village east? You're right next to the village. So, like, there's, like, you're basically in the village, as far as I'm concerned. It's on the outskirts, yeah. Okay, Vasa's like, it sounds like they, us, were slowly being surrounded. Yeah, we need to kind of, we either, we need to investigate this threat and see. Then the chipmunks run up your shoulders, like run up to your shoulders, and they, what, what's going on? Why not, why not go tent? I ignore them for a bit. <laughs> well, can I open the, can I open the door for them so they can no, go Only Brummelstone can open the door. Oh, okay. Can I Don't ask? let them in. <laughs> Yeah, Brummelstone's like, I think we have bigger tent. It's not going to last long. Yeah, it's Tell actually only got like half a minute left anyway. Yeah, yeah. Bro- yeah Brummelstone, yeah, what do you think? Brummelstone might open the door if he thinks about that. It's just like, all right, just to get him out of the picture for a minute. Okay, yeah, um, so <laughs> they take off in there and they start dragging out like your your blanket. Like they sniff the blankets, find Robortos, and start bringing it out. Can Vasa try to grab one of them? Yeah, uh, you can try, but they're 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 squirrely. Okay, Vas is gonna try to grab one of them. What do, what do I have to use? Dexterity? <laughs> uh, no, it'd be like a basic uh, attack. So yeah, it'd be um, it should be strength actually in D anD. I think it would be dexterity. Whatever. <laughs> all right. So can it just all be dexterity? <laughs> would it be athletics? Sure. Okay, because I got a plus three on there. Okay. All right. I got a 19 plus my three. I oh, just wow. snag <laughs> yeah, that he's... freaking chipmunk out of the air and I toss it into a bush. <laughs> the skunk and looks then, upset and, and its tail rises. It's a baby. They don't have stink. I'm not scared of it. It doesn't know um, that you know that, though. <laughs> its tail is high. Actually, I don't know if Vasa knows that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh-oh. Rumblestone may not like the force, but he doesn't actively hate it. Like <laughs> he doesn't trust it, but he's not. Uh, Brummelstone, you know, like would would say that like the town had shown us such kindness that we need to at least warn them of that and see if yeah. they can gather everything. They obviously don't have skills. I mean, if Constable Paddington is their only like real fighter. And he's left. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. On a side adventure. Yeah. Yeah. We need to warn them, and then we need to, need to also kind of. And then we need to save our own group. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. We should at least, after we warn the village, we should scout out and see what those goblins are doing. Just mm-hmm. you know, maybe they're just passing through. If uh, Roberto has relayed that these are young chipmunks, I'm not sure how if Brumblestone would register that. You would, like, they look cute. Yeah. <laughs> Rumblestone usually just, you know, you know, he's been moping for years, so he also comes from the mountains where there's less chipmunks, so he doesn't know. <laughs> so, yeah, we should at least warn the town. We should then probably find our party. Um, and then if 
to see what they know and maybe gather more information from other animals. These look like particularly youngins based on their size. So you would say, like, maybe if if they think they're in the east, is that correct? Like no, said, safe safety is in the east. Like that's the one. The yeah, that's the one path that maybe doesn't have hobgoblins yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. And then north is northwest is where. Yeah. Well, he, they said one direction where oh. Tin and Ertleby were. Oh yeah, north. north. Yeah, north. So then it seems like we tell them to go east, and we head north to find our own party, and then yeah. If it's huge, we just we do Run. what we can for them and we leave. But we have bigger missions. I agree. Everything that Brummelstone said, she would agree. She's like, "Yes, all right, let's let's pack up and go into the village." All right. So, um, yeah, you turn around. The hut is gone now. Your spell wore off. The chipmunks have retreated. Uh, the skunk has slowly backed away, but still showing that he's armed. Um, Tompkins is still asleep. The hut's gone. <laughs> But he's curled up in a small little like sleeping bag that he has, and uh, can he's Vasa good. just light, lightly kick him in the butt? <laughs> and he tries to roll over, but he's too snug, and so it makes it forces him to wake up. And he's <laughs> like, "Oh, hey, our hut's gone. We're under <laughs> attack. Get up!" Oh man! And he starts to wiggle like. But he can't get out right away, and then he realizes he's in his bag. It's like kind of pulls himself out a little bit, and then he, it takes. If it were anybody else, they'd be embarrassed. But after about a minute's worth of work, he gets himself out, and he's like, "Where are they?" Oh, and then he runs over and gets his shield, picks it up, and then comes back to his sleeping bag and goes, "Where are they?" You would have died three times. All right, let's go to the village. Sorry, Tompkins, that was a drill. Yeah. <sighs> But he did a good job. All right, so he starts to roll up his uh, sleeping bag and then put it underneath his backpack, get it all fastened up there a couple minutes later, and he's ready to go. And he's like, all right, I'm ready for breakfast. We'll get some food in the village. We just have to warn them. Yeah. Well, well, what's going on? So there is an attack? Can Vasa pick up, like, the half-crushed crump- uh, branch of berries and, like, toss it at him? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's going to do like, that. Oh, no way. And he just eats him. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's go find Turtle Man. So uh, you make your way into the village, and uh, as you enter the village, you find that uh, there's no activity at first. There's nobody in the in the streets wandering around. Everyone seems gathered at the pavilion. Let's go. Everyone's sitting there quietly, and they're listening to Kellett talk. Do you guys interrupt first, or do you get close enough to hear? Um, if get close enough to read lips if that's not close enough to hear i feel like probably yeah, yeah. so yeah you can stay a, a lot farther away because of that and just kind of read lips and it looks like kellett's talking about he, he's trying to calm everyone down because they're all nervous and he says we're going to fi-, he, he's basically saying they're going to figure it out there's a lot we don't know yet it may be time to find their new visitors maybe they know something about it but for the meantime it's just going to take everyone being calm and working together to figure out what's going on. Does Bromo Stone pass that on to the group so that we yeah. hear it? Yeah. Upon that, uh, Vasa would just sort of like kind of back motion for the group as she would just lead the group directly kind of through the crowd and yeah. up to Kellett. And okay. she would just say, she would just say like, what is this gathering? And he looks and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm glad you did not leave. We were worried we'd have to, to look for you. Oh, uh, we we have 
quite a concern amongst the villagers. And uh, everyone give me... You can rely on your passive perception if you want, or you can roll. I'm a roll. I'm gonna. I'm, is it passive perception? Yep. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll for perception because I have a plus eight. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take my passive sixteen. Got a Ooh. natural one, and yeah, that's a seven. <laughs> I got a sixteen. Nice. Vasa, Vasa doesn't perceive shit. <laughs> yeah. You're too busy. Like I made a great entrance. Nailed yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's posing dramatically like like a hero that just appeared at the opportune moment. Exactly. All right. So the Hammerstorm brothers take a look at the crowd and you both notice that it's not extremely noticeable, but you can tell that it must have been a long night for everybody. They don't look like they got to bed right away. Like that party must have gone on for a while. Some people are still up. Are they still in yesterday's clothes? It's one of those <laughs> No, no, they're they're changing clothes. They've they've changed their clothes and everything, but it's not some people and it's not most people. It's everybody has that same kind of didn't really get any sleep last night look. And uh that's when Kellett looks at you um and he says uh no one in the village was able to sleep last night. Why was that? And this is when the entire village gets quiet, and they look to Kellett, and Kellett, with a very worried look in his eyes, says, I don't know yet. As in, you guys just lay down and close your eyes, and nothing happened? And people in the crowd are starting to nod and kind of mm. murmur. It's really uh, weird. Vasa kind of like motions to the to her to the brummel the brummel brothers to like really quickly <laughs> huddle real quick and she doesn't she makes it stupid she's like she's like i don't know why i'm sure it has to do with our presence but let's play this to get them to evacuate east okay brummel and someone say i agree yeah and then vasa turns around after the huddle and she says uh, the news of your poor sleep is not surprising we have we have news as well we've learned that hobgoblins are in the process of surrounding this village. We've learned that they are approaching from the north, the west, and the south. And if perhaps they bring with them a new weapon or a new magic, and your, your sleepless night was in part because of their approach. We also know that to the east is yet unblocked. Perhaps it would be best if this village uh, take refuge in the east until they pass. And... Kellett takes a step forward and he says, "Are are you sure, hobgoblins? I I don't mean to question your expertise, but is it possible that you might not know what hobgoblins are?" And then um, Vasa would motion to Robordo. Um, we passed a group of hobgoblins in when we were. Had traveling towards your village. Where, where? They were up. Were they north? They were, they were like north, when we yeah. were, and when we were traveling southwards towards your village, we passed. We actually stealthed by a group um, that looked pretty battle hardy, and they look like paranoid too, right? Yeah. Or like, yeah, they just. But the thing is, we they 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 look like a scouting party. I I don't mean. To question you too much, but you must understand that there are no hobgoblins that live here. 
Perhaps they were not hobgoblins, but know that your forest itself has told us through our ranger that there are monsters approaching from the north, the west, and the south. And now the people are starting to listen. Like now, now that it's coming from Marborto, they're like, "Oh my, what does that mean? Then what are we, what are we gonna do?" And Kellett, he thinks for a second. He's like, "I, I don't know why they would come here, but we must be ready to defend then." Would you mean me not to leave? Oh, I must. I, and he starts looking. He's like, I, I must find Constable Paddington. He, I must have him advise me on this. And he looks around for the constable. And then does the constable show up? Nope. Vasa would wait a moment to just to make sure that Paddington Has doesn't show up. Anyone seen Constable Paddington? Paddington. Vasa Paddington lays a hand on Kellett's shoulder. Vasa lays a hand on Kellett's shoulder and says, wise one, Constable Paddington actually left in the middle of last night to investigate the same concern. He told me that if if he were not to return, that he might still be out there and that that we must assure the village's safety. I'm sure that Constable Paddington would want the villagers safe above all else. Please, let us evacuate them east. My party and I will go search for Constable Paddington and the possible source of this approaching evil. You give me your word? And he looks... (laughs) (laughs) When he says that, he looks to Roberto, though. He's like, Ranger of the Forest, do you, on your ranger's honor, promise to investigate this matter and find Constable Paddington? Yes, sir. Very well, then, if... Uh, young lady, tell us where we must go. Everyone, gather what you need, nothing more. And people start to get up and they look confused, like, I, I mean, where are you there? But they, they do start to move and get their stuff together. Are there any bird creatures? Yeah, yeah, there's a couple of Kenku. Yeah, so it might be best to start having them scout ahead and make sure the path is clear. Maybe I would tell Vasa this because I feel like she would tell it better. <laughs> Uh, I, I guess. Well, Vasa would first be like, uh, as your as your villagers gather, we we should at least. Is there any is there any residence or landmark east that you know of where your your citizens can take refuge in the meantime? And he thinks for a second, and he says, about two days journey east. There is a small grove that we're aware of. They could they could gather there. Okay. And then Vasa Vasa nods, and she says, um. You and you should move your village there. My group cannot travel with you. Have your winged citizens check ahead and fly back and report to you to confirm kinda, that the path is clear. He kind of shakes his head, like kind of real quickly. Do not ask them to fly. And then Vasa looks confused. She's it's like, "It's a very sensitive subject. The Kenku cannot fly. It would not go oh. well." Oh, who was okay. the one they sent out though? What? Yeah, the one there was. The, there was one that flew. There's the Kenku and the Tengu, and the Tengu can fly, and the Kenku can't. Okay. Uh, can, can any of your citizens fly? No. Okay. Send your sneakiest and swiftest citizens ahead, if you are able, to scout ahead for you, so that to make sure your path is clear. Okay. And we'll we'll send word as soon as we can to let you know our. We'll send word by Brummelstone's bird. And that is when your raven flies in. Damn it! Oh my god! Oh, that's such a... Okay. 
<laughs> and it, it lands on your shoulder and starts pecking at your cheek. I acknowledge it and I would connect to it. Mm-hmm. It makes you aware of the fact that it could not find them. That's okay. not great. And then I but it's ask, not bad news. Yes, it's not bad news. No news is good news. Uh, no news is good news. Are we on... Which raven are we on? Did you name him yet? Um, No. I didn't think so. I Isn't this I th- Raven 3? Yeah. I think he's had a few like joke names. Tokyo so. Thrift. <laughs> I would get, you know, and I would relay anything that he told me about directions of where he went. Yeah, and he yeah. that's the other thing he wanted to convey to you is that while he was north, he found the hobgoblins again, but they had captured somebody. Damn it! Not one of yours. Oh, oh good. Paddington? Did he, can he explain who, what they he look like? That he they describes them as a a fox that walks like a man, covered in gray fur, gray and white fur, with a small tunic and a hood, and a cape, like a, a, a caped hood. Oh my god, they have Nobody Robin Hood. Nobody we care about. <laughs> well, I would, you know, like, that's something I feel like to, you know, like, check in with Kellett if he knows, and that might be, like, and then I would ask if he could, if he knew numbers. Oh, like, yeah, and then the raven knocks against you on your on, on your cheek eight times. That is, uh, that's not the best odds. <laughs> Never tell me odds. Yeah, I would relay that information. I don't hold any of that secret. Um... Vasa wishes that he had held back the fact that one of their citizens is captured. Well, but I would tell doesn't... it. So I would tell it to the group first. We shouldn't communicate that, lest that, lest the turtle wants us to save that one too. We don't have time to save everybody that got lo- captured in the forest. So Kellett, he's like, "Is this is this your familiar?" It is. What 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 does he say? He said he searched for my party in the north, and that he couldn't find them, but he found a band of eight. And Bromoso might pause briefly to look over to Vasa, but he would continue and say, and they had captured someone, and he would describe the fox with the tunic. Vasa doesn't even look surprised. Tafiki? <laughs> oh no. We have to save Tafiki. Who is Tafiki? I told you so! Tafiki is a young man that, that visits our village with, with news and stories. He... He's very near and dear to us. We we need to ensure his safety. Will will you find him as well, young ranger? Yes. If you had to choose between Paddington <laughs> and Fiki, <laughs> we will do uh, what we will do our best in retrieving your your countrymen, country animals, country bird. You were you could stop there. You were you were doing well. <laughs> You were you're okay. Did you get a little racist? <laughs> it was embarrassing. Uh, racist. Racist. Right. So I would explain to my raven the next plan would be to have them fly him fly east with them and scout ahead, you know, and like warn them if there's danger um, as the party moves. Um, but Boss is like, we could you we could use the raven. <laughs> Well, we have a ranger who should be able to be forever not lost in the forest and track these signs. Vasa, like, pinches the end of her nose and she's like, ah, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Vasa, at this point, has kind of, like, learned, learned the, each other, everybody's dance. We all know everybody's dance. Vasa's like, I just had to, I just had to say it. I, just, I, just I understand. It. And at that point, Rumblestone would pull out his two healing crystals and entrust them 
to kill it. And saying, Okay, things- that, Vasa, like, that would be like, are you kidding me? Like, they're gonna what be fine. These? That's the, that's the safe way. Gently takes them from you. That's the safe way. We're the ones who's going into danger. Hopefully you will not need them, but they are a great magic that they can restore They won't need them. Health. You're giving them the raven. If anything uh, gets too bad, they should be able to restore people back to full health. Only used them in the most direst of situations. Where did you come across something like this? That, And then he kind of shakes his head and he's like, this is a story for another time, I'm sure. This is a story I will tell you when we all make it out of here safe. He puts his hand on your shoulder. Indeed. Thank you, young dwarf. So I would work out like a communication method with the raven where it is just like two pecks mean like danger ahead or whatever, you know, that kind of thing. So like tell it to kind of fly ahead of the group, look for anything dangerous. If you tell them, tell them to hide, you know, mm. keep a scout out and then we'll hope for the best. And then we should head north and try to capture this other group as best as we can. Yep. And then with that, your raven takes off. Vasa uh, leans down and whispers to Brimblestone and she's like, once we get Grandmother back, I'm grouping you with Tomkins and that you're only getting one from now on. Well, as long as you try not to shoot me out of the sky anymore, I don't think I will need it. <laughs> that was a long that. time ago. That was a long time ago. And who knows? Maybe you'll have to, but you won't have a crystal on you, will you? Okay, let's 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 get started. Um, I'll give Brummelstone one of my crystals to hang on to, and I'll remind Vasa that I can totally heal y'all, so don't even worry about it. And Tompkins looks up and he's like, "Should I go with them to protect them too?" Tompkins, we Ooh. need you by our side. No, I. She's shocked. He's like, "What? Really? <laughs> really? Yeah." Vasa's like, "What? You're gonna send the Raven with them, but you're not gonna send Tompkins with them? What if we lose him in the forest? I mean, we're going against." I think it's safer if he goes with the villagers. We can pick him up after we come back, if we come back. I don't know. I feel like Tompkins kind of held his own pretty well in our last couple of fights. I worry he that we even... may not be able to come back and yeah. leaving Tompkins there. I worry we... that no one's going to ask Tompkins. Tompkins, what yeah. would you like to do? Oh, hey. Um. Well, I mean, as long as you guys come back for me, I can, I can protect them. No, Tompkins, them. you're coming with us. Yeah, all right, cool. That's, I mean, that's actually what I wanted to do anyway, so I mean, <laughs> that works out. And um, he just kind of looks around. <laughs> come on, buddy, let's go. Play yeah, perfectly. awesome. He's, he's really excited. He's like, yeah, that's cool. Because that, yeah, that's, yeah. And so he walks with you guys. Tompkins, if we encounter danger, you are to turn invisible and hide nearby. That's... Okay. Do not leave sight of us, but do not engage. Stay. But if invisible. I turn invisible, I will leave sight of you. Dude, <laughs> Vasa just like starts walking. He's got you there, Vasa. <laughs> <Yeah>. just... <laughs> no, I said it grammatically correct. I think. Brummelstone, yeah, Brummelstone would spend a long time as we follow Roberto uh, explaining the concept. Like, yes, we know we can't see you, but you need to stay nearby. Mm. <laughs> But how will you know if I'm in trouble? You're Don't not going trouble. to be in trouble because you'll be invisible. Hmm. All right. Yeah, as you watch the villagers start to pack up their stuff, uh, they've got a look of concern on their faces, but they're getting themselves together. Kellett is walking by and helping people, keeping their morale up. And then once they start to leave, he comes back and he says, uh, you're all going to be okay. Just peachy. The brightest timeline will guide us, fear not. Uh, again, I, I 
I don't know if it's worse that they are or are not hobgoblins. It's either a creature much worse than the goblins, or they've come a long way for something. Um, at that, Vasa would actually stop a moment and she would look at Kella and she says, if you had to imagine the worst, if you have any lore of what might haunt these forests, you need to tell us now. That, that would be the forest itself. The Vasa- forest... The the forest is, uh, it's a bit of a trickster. It welcome. I mean, luckily you have a ranger with you, so it will always give you the, the brightest path. Without a ranger, the the forest can be quite tricky. I knew it. It can wind and twist and deceive, and Uh-oh. but it's not a concern for you because you have a ranger. If it is a concern for those who, in our party, who do not. Uh, as long as you do not travel too far, they should be okay. Is this forest? Does it think? Does it have motives and plans? Every forest has a soul. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, go east. Go east, get yourself somewhere safe. So the rest of you are heading north? Yup. Any any strategy to going north or just walking north? Um if if we had gathered intel from the Raven, like relaying that as best as possible. I mean let's travel, but let's do it kind of like carefully as to not arouse um the force. any the, any dangers or the People well, hanging on our On one hand, on one hand, could we use Roberto's animal speak to just get um, an animal guide, or at least some way to sort of anticipate the forest? The thing is, like, um, the animals didn't want us to lead them. You're right. You're right. Can we at least get Roberto to sort of let the forest in and kind of at least go all like? avatar on it and let it know that we're going can, can, can that we're going I, in with the intention to slay bad things and that we're not trying to do it harm can i do yeah. that how, how would you do that okay so i step out into the forest and i kind of just like close my stick eye. your hair penis in it uh, <laughs> my what? <laughs> what, the f- what what did you say your hair penis my hair penis. That's what Avatar people have. Oh, oh, oh I thought you were just saying he was small. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I just remembered that. It's so weird. You're like, follicle fuck him or bored too. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> Starts humping a tree. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Roberto steps out into the forest, um, kind of like touches the nearest tree, closes his eyes, and just kind of takes a second to breathe in. Um, to sort his surroundings and listen to kind of the atmosphere and listen to kind of like the breathing of the woods and the trees. Cool. Give me a survival check. Survival check. I got a 14. 14. And what are you trying to accomplish with this? Well, I'm trying to determine the exact direction that we need to go and... I guess gauge where the general danger lies and so where are you trying to go like it can guide you but where um, are you trying to go we would like to I guess I mean generally headed north but we want to kind of uh, on the list of priorities one we want to find our friends two we want to find Paddington and or the fox 
As long as we return them one MP, I feel like that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and third, just determine where the goblins are. That's oh, okay. priorities. So when you reach into the forest and sort of feel like a, a a natural connection with it, right? You start to let your mind wander, and it almost, uh, for you personally, it almost feels the same as when you unchain, when you release yourself from your physical body and let your elemental spirit unchain back into the elemental planes. Mm-hmm. It almost feels like that, like such a, such a deep connection with natural forces, right? As you connect with it, your thoughts go towards Ertlebe and Tin. And at that, the forest kind of laughs in an almost mischievous, almost like it was tickled. And then it guides your thoughts away from there, almost as if to say, don't worry about them. And that's the same thing for Paddington. Like, as you think of Paddington, it just goes like, <laughs> and it just kind of giggles a little bit and kind of just almost like reassures you, but pushes you to the side. And then when you start thinking of the fox, you can kind of feel a path you should take to find the fox. But as you feel your consciousness travel through the forest, the closer you get to the fox, the more danger you feel as well. And then once you have kind of arrived at the general location, like uh, your consciousness, you feel terrible danger surrounding you. And then you snap back and suddenly you all watch as Roberto's eyes come to life again and he lets go of the tree. And you now have advantage on any checks related to getting to your destination. Damn. Ooh. Nice. Nice. Roberto, not good at talking to the ladies. Good at wooing the forest. <laughs> <laughs> I would um, describe what I saw to my compatriot. So you try to, but when you, when you try to bring the words, there are none. Everything was a sensation and a feeling. And a... Then I will say I know the way. To a grandmother in tin? Um, I did not learn their location. I learned the location of the <laughs> fox. We don't care about the fox. <laughs> <laughs> Even Tompkins is like, I mean, honestly, I, no. <laughs> well, one, we, I, okay, no, I was going to say we, but I promised. Uh, <gasps> I promised Kelt we'd return at least one of their villagers, and we do need to assess the how bad of a Tompkins issue. takes a step forward and he, he puts his hand as close to your shoulder as he can and he says but haven't we learned by now that we lie Boss is like well done Tompkins oh no and he looks he's excited he's like yeah thanks <laughs> no this is is this what you want to be teaching our child yeah it keeps <laughs> them alive <laughs> we have imparted terrible lessons Onto Tom Kid. No, and he, he thinks about it for a second. He's like, for real. I mean, I I don't know what you know, Roberto, but I mean, are we all going to pretend like we don't know what's going on here? What is going on here? No one's sleeping. So we're the problem. No, it's... And he looks around and he's like, it's starting. The very thing that you're all supposed to stop. Remember? The dreaming tree? And he looks around and he's like, am I wrong? Are we not? 
No, you're right, Tompkins. Keep going. Okay, cool. Like, <laughs> he's just got <laughs> kind of nervous. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, as the worlds lose connection with the Dreaming Tree, people lose the ability to sleep, isn't I thought that was... We need to hurry on our quest. We need to find our grandmother and Tin. And if we return Sir Paddington, that's enough for Kellett. Let's just yeah. get that done. I, I don't... I mean, honestly, it's tough for me to say this. I'm not trying to sound heartless, but like... Guys, and he kind of looks up a little where he's like, I'm... I'm starting to get scared. This is it. Those hobgoblins we saw earlier they didn't look like they slept nobody in the village slept I'm really worried that we're running out of time if we haven't already like, we still have who knows how many shards to recover so far we've got two minus one yep yes um, anyway, so Vasa would lay a hand on Tompkins' shoulder at this, and she would kind of look at Roberto, and she says, Tompkins is right. Even if even if this forest is filled with physical danger, if we, if we fail our quest, those villagers are doomed anyways. We can ensure the collective safety the most by completing our quest. We need to find the rest of our team and get moving. Thanks for listening to episode 61. Haven't we learned by now that we lie? If you liked the episode, I would greatly appreciate it if you left a review for us on iTunes. The music from this episode comes from Kevin McLeod. You can find his work at Incompetech.com. The sound effects come from Sirenscape, which you can find at Sirenscape.com. I love that it's with like the... The two of the people who hate it the most. <laughs> <laughs> well, why doesn't Brumless don't like it? This does it seems weird. <laughs> it's impractical. He's it's so like sick all, of it all these living creatures want to help us and not kill us. But how will I mourn my dead family? <laughs> okay. Why are you so cheery? What's going on here? All right. Aren't you I'm aware gonna... of the concept of death? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything is terrible. What is going on? If there's like ever if ex- there's ever a Bremelstone Vasa side adventure, it's gonna be called Betrayal and Death. Oh my god. <laughs> Your two chief concerns. This Everything is sucks and we might die. Yeah. <laughs> Time's up. <laughs> a Bremelstone and Vasa adventure. This is amazing. I knew this would happen eventually. I told you. I told you. <laughs> I guess he has a plus three in nature, so he probably at least would have known that some of it. So, it's up to you. Like, <laughs> either way, either way, this is a long from nothing. So he would he would say like we need a series should, of checks to see what your National Geographic's Geographic. like. <laughs> oh, I I see the uh, hind corners of the back chipmunk legs having grown into. <laughs> He's making it all up. He's like, ah, yes, by the, by the rectal incisors, I can tell that this is a particularly oh, venomous yeah. specimen. Rumblestone, <laughs> that's a rock. <laughs> Her Borto eats it. <laughs> Gosh, you don't know anything, Brumblestone. It's okay, it's venomous, not poisonous. <laughs> okay, so.
record, for the record of the podcast, Vasa didn't maliciously like hurl the chipmunk <laughs> oh, into a bush. It like, sounded like a, just a hurl. She, yeah, she didn't go like get like, the uh, no, like underhanded she, toss. She snagged the chipmunk, the little nimble little chipmunk, out of the air with a with like in the, with a skillfulness as if she's used to catching like rodents, <laughs> and then she just like. Cause she like she grabbed it from trying to steal the blanket, and she just very casually like tosses it into the nearby bush, <laughs> and then she goes back to the conversation with the group. That is not great. And then but it's ask, not bad news. Yes, it's not bad news. No news is good news. No it news also is good news. Let you know that. Oh, sorry, I, I got a patron. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> you should you should announce their name. Thank you, Cole Classen, for pledging to World Walkers uh, podcast. Yeah. Now yeah. our dreams can come true. If you no. are a patron in the next six months, you might actually hear this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is true. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Like, going to shout out. That like is true. Yeah, so Cole, it's like while we're recording, Cole Classen pledged. Uh, support for uh world walkers and um yeah in about three to five months you should hear your name on the podcast thank you cole <laughs> we're kind of far awesome. ahead <laughs> can, I, Who's that? can i just say that's the best title of the episode right now. i said it grammatically correct i think <laughs> hold on hold on one second is someone there <gasps> what is this it's Tompkins. It's a child that should be asleep. <laughs> it's a tiny human. It's a tiny human. I'm gonna be right back. I'm gonna put away some hey! things. What is this for me? I feel like I feel like after the huge fight between Claiborne and uh, Claiborne Roberto, no Claiborne Rumblestone and Vasa, they've kind of just like come to this understanding of where they will always align. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah, it's the it's the best argument. All right, I hear your point. And we're still doing it. Yeah. <laughs> like, fine. It'd be funny if it's like, if it's like, Brummelstone is actually the main character of this entire journey, but she ha- he has to have, like, that one person on the team who's always, like, trying to get him to, like, take the easy route and the, 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 the slightly corrupt route. It's like, Brummelstone, compromise your morals. <laughs> I feel like... It's at one point going to get Rumblestone killed. <laughs> like, oh, totally. Able, yeah, like, Rumblestone's like, we have to do this. And it's just like, oh, Rumblestone. He's too good for this world. He wasn't there. Too incompetently moralistic. Good night, Willow. Good night. Hey, I love you, baby. Good night, okay? I love you too, Daddy. That was weird. That was a weirder right. than I thought. Yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah, it was quite. It was quite weird. <laughs> We're all uncomfortable now. I'm please, sorry. please. I apologize for that. All right then. <laughs> let us let us uh, move past that and make no further reference to it. Yeah, may we never mention this again. Like Roberto steps out into the forest, kind of puts his hand to a tree. You keep hitting the mic, Enzo. Can you do it again? Can you say it again? No, I mean, don't. 
Can you start your speech again? I hit the fucking mic. Sorry, I didn't. Give me a beat, Enzo. I didn't understand. I just. It's okay. It's okay. We're all a little shaken after hair penis. Uh, yeah, and Ryan North, if you're uh, lied about, it's Olivia's fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Ryan North, if you're listening, oh my god, it's fucking Ryan North. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for taking some time out of your day. Yeah, I'm so great. So you got really far in this podcast, and I appreciate that. Yeah. I hope this isn't your first episode, Ryan North. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if we keep saying like, I'm going to check out this podcast everyone's talking about. Oh, Beal fuck juice. you guys. <laughs> I'll just start in the middle. I'll just start in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just see what's happening. Just check in. Just a check in. <laughs> just, just a quick pop in. Now he's British. <laughs>